Welcome to the Auburn UMC Clergy Conversations podcast. Each week, our pastors take an in-depth look at Scripture and preview their message for Sunday morning services. We're glad you joined us. For more information about Auburn UMC, please visit our website at aumc.net. clergy conversations as we discuss our our text today and uh, whether you're listening, whether you're viewing online, we just appreciate you joining us for this time as we discuss Ephesians chapter 6. And this is just a rich part of of scripture, one that's well known, um, but one that always causes us to kind of scratch your head a little bit and, and dig a little deeper. Um, last week or a couple weeks ago when we preached on Ephesians chapter 4, Corey gave this great kind of overview of Ephesians that Ephesians 1 through 3 it kind of tells us about who God is and then 4 through 6 tells us who we are called to be. Mm-hmm. And we're reminded, particularly as we look at uh, the armor of God that as Paul is writing this, as he's dictating this, that he is uh, under house arrest, that he's chained to a Roman soldier and, and looking at these pieces of armor uh, and knows that his time on earth is probably drawn to a, a close. So you have all those uh, factors weighing in, plus things that are going on at the, the church at Ephesus, uh, and this great description, of, again, of who God is and then who we're called to be as well. Mm-hmm. What were some of your, your thoughts as we looked at this text? Well, I think when we read it, we're going to hear the metaphor of armor, uh, stand strong in the Lord, um, mm-hmm. And it's almost like, and I am an ambassador in change. There's a lot of phrases in here. Mm-hmm. Um, you're doing all this so that. There's a lot of mm-hmm. little nuances and phrases, but it's almost like Paul is on the sidelines of a game. And he is sitting there and he's saying, I need you guys and girls and everybody to get out there and do the best you can right now. D- don't, don't, don't mail it in. Right. <laughs> Give your all. Give your all. You know, there's this kind of moment where I I had my time. It's your time, mm-hmm. and I need you to do your best. Yeah, I love the way that N.T. Wright puts it uh, as that kind of begins verse ten with finally. It's really like uh, so. What's left to do? Yeah, <laughs> this is it. It's really to to stand firm, to live out this faith, and to be who God's called us to be. And the only way to do that, of course, is to um, is as he says to to follow Jesus. Yeah. In that. Yeah, I think you're exactly right, Corey. Even from this like super short little letter, uh, we get some of our trademark phrases. Uh-huh. Do you know what I mean? Like the yeah. ambassador in chains. We get the uh, the whole notion of powers and principalities, oh, yeah. not the not the forces of this world, but it's spiritual forces that are against us. This is really kind of uh, our textbook for what. I guess a lot of people, what they might call spiritual warfare, that's mm-hmm. kind of like our textbook and our map, this mm-hmm. this uh, book of the Bible is, right. for for that, that sort of thing. So. Mm-hmm. Uh, so the scripture is Ephesians chapter 6, beginning in, in verse 10. Finally, be strong in the Lord and the strength of his power. Put on the whole armor of God so that you may be able to stand against the wiles of the devil. For our struggle is not against enemies of blood and flesh, but against the rulers, against authorities, against the cosmic powers of this present darkness, 
against the spiritual forces of evil in the heavenly places. Therefore, take up the whole armor of God, so that you may be able to withstand on that evil day. And having done everything to stand firm, stand for, therefore and fasten the belt of truth around your waist, and put on the breastplate of righteousness. As shoes for your feet, put on whatever will make you ready to proclaim the gospel of peace. With all of these, take the shield of faith, which you will be able to quench the, all the flaming arrows of the evil one. Take the helmet of salvation and the sword of the Spirit, which is the word of God. Pray in the Spirit at all times, in every prayer and supplication. To that end, keep alert, and always persevere in supplication for all the saints. Pray also for me, so that when I speak, the message may be given to make known with boldness the mystery of the gospel, for which I am ambassador in chains. Pray that I may declare it boldly as I must speak. So just as you said, Kelly, just a lot of different phrases that oh, are yeah. just catchphrases that, yeah. that we remember are in Scripture. We may not always remember exactly where they're located, but yeah. we, we know those. I always think it is really interesting, at least in this passage, and I'm sorry if I took anyone's point, um, that this passage comes across really militaristic, really aggressive, um, but when you really kind of dissect all the different phrases, the belt of truth, the breastplate of righteousness, uh, shoes fitted for the gospel of peace, the shield of faith. None of these in themselves are aggressive or violent, even though they use some of this warfare language. And I think it's really striking, at least to me, that um, the writer of the letter is not asking us to take up the armor of war. Like we're not preparing for a, a flesh and blood kind of thing, mm -hmm. but they're asking us to take up the armor of God and the armor of God is peace. And I always think that's a really beautiful kind of juxtaposition of these two ideas, this really militaristic language with this really nonviolent, um, like, ethos underneath it. Does that make sense? Mm -hmm. Yeah. And I think I'm always very struck by that, the way yeah. that that kind of is a call to action and also <laughs> a, um, what's the word, a de-escalation from action at the same time, you know? Yeah, it is a, um, it's a moment where Paul is asking or inviting everybody to think about that our power is made perfect in weakness as he yeah. kind of pulls out in another part in Second Corinthians. Mm -hmm. It's the same kind of theology where um, this is a spiritual moment. This is not a physical, which calls on a which calls for prayer. It calls for humility. It calls for spiritual um, uh, strength, which is which is the he he takes all of these uh, earthly weapons and and flips them yeah. and says it's not about any of those things. Yeah. It's not about flesh and blood. Or um, I'm reading from the CEV. Put on God's armor so that you make take a stand against the tricks of the devil. We're not fighting against human enemies, but against rulers, authorities, forces of cosmic darkness and mm -hmm. spiritual powers of evil in the heavens. Um, so it's a different kind of battle that we're mm -hmm. in that, that's not about um, reaching for, um, I don't know, the sword or something yeah. else that could harp physically harm somebody or yeah. our, mm -hmm. or ourselves mm -hmm. totally different so yeah yeah i love what you know, c.s lewis and screw tape letters which is of mm -hmm. course 
just um, such a great uh, work that talks about human nature, uh, talks about human psychology, our own humanness, um, but also from a spiritual perspective. Uh, but he begins that by um, by describing in this way that, that most um, of us in the public, that we kind of have two reactions to, to evil, as it says yeah. here. And one is that um, most of us just act like it doesn't exist and it's not mm -hmm. a thing. Or we become very infatuated with it and so infatuated with it that it almost gives evil more mm -hmm. more power. Yeah. And as I was reading this, and, and just as y'all have said, that it's, our struggle is not against blood and flesh. Mm -hmm. um, and those fiery darts do seem to come sometimes that mm -hmm. we may not know where they come from or, or understand um, all the, the implications of them. Yeah. Uh, but I, I love that because that is so true that we, as humankind, um, we, we seem to fall in those two camps sometimes, either, either overwhelmed mm -hmm. um, by the things that we read and things we see, mm -hmm. um, or kind of acting like that everything's yeah. just hunky-dory and yeah. it'll be okay. Uh, and the truth is somewhere in the, the middle there. I think it's really interesting. I love what you said about that. I think that's so true. Just flip through your channels. It's all true crime and uh, yeah. the news mm -hmm. and all of these really uh, difficult, scary things. But what I think is really striking, I guess, is the word of the day. I feel mm -hmm. like I've already used it. About this passage is that all of the tools that the writer of the letter asks us to take up are defensive tools. The shield and the mm -hmm. helmet and the belt and the shoes. The only person that gets the action thing is God. The only person that gets the sword is mm -hmm. God, which I think is really fascinating that like our call as Christians is not to duke it out and get your fists up about it, but God gets the final say in that and mm -hmm. God is the actor in this. And I think that that's a really important distinction that we make in this passage that even in this cosmic fight against evil, God is still... God. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And God's right. the one that's at work here. I mean, yeah. it gets yeah. to that Romans 8 kind of stuff, that God is the one that's making all things work together for the good. And that, that sense of um, almost in Romans, I think it's 13 or 12, where, where Paul says, as far as it depends on you, as much as it depends on you, you live at peace with others. Because it's that idea that our our, our role is not in that idea that we are enemies with others. Mm -hmm. I mean, it really gets to how do we, how does, when Jesus says love and pray for your enemies, mm -hmm. the only way we know to do that is that it, our, our battle is not against one another. Yeah. We're, we're really to love one another. Mm -hmm. And it's the bigger principalities and darkness and other things that are maybe pulling people apart or causing mm -hmm. uh, evil or you know, yeah. divisiveness or all mm -hmm. of those kind of things, which is, that's a bigger place to be, I know. And that's really depending mm -hmm. on God, knowing God's at work here. Because right. it's not a, it, I can, I can say it, but. Oh, yeah. <laughs> well, we can say a lot. I know, <laughs> but. We do. This is a challenge. Yeah. Well, and we talked about verse 9 uh, immediately preceding this. Yeah. Um, that's kind of in another section that talks about um, relationships when slaves and masters, which um, was very appropriate for the time, makes us uncomfortable. Um, but it does say that, you know, that both of you have the same master in heaven, and with him there's no partiality. Mm. And I, I love that that kind of goes with our struggles not against blood and, and flesh, mm -hmm. that, um, that those who... 
that we may hold bitterness against or uh, that we may feel like have hurt us that that really we have the same mm-hmm. same master in heavens it says with yeah. no no partiality yeah um, that we're really pretty much the same I guess mm-hmm. that I mean that is how evil works in the world uh, kind of behind the scenes very sneaky convincing us uh, that our struggle is against one another mm-hmm. yes. that's uh, that we're right kind of the mo instead of helping us to step back and realize that we all belong to God and we mm-hmm. all live under this calling for peace and righteousness uh, and that we, are not each other's enemy, but there's something uh, much mm-hmm. bigger and much more sinister at, at stake. And it's kind of the, the genius behind sin and evil that we don't always recognize it until it puts on clothing that looks like our neighbor. Yeah. Mm-hmm. To me, that it gets back to kind of the teaching of Jesus to pray the Lord's Prayer. Mm-hmm. You know, thy kingdom come, thy will be done. And that, that is such a big thing to pray for. And that when we pray, um, you know, uh, forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us. Lead us not into tape. Deliver us from evil. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's not a throwaway line. It's yeah. a recognition that evil can be the thing that divides us and gets in the way of mm-hmm. living here on earth as if we're already in heaven mm-hmm. kind of challenge. Yeah. yeah. Was there um, one one piece of the the armor that maybe you hadn't thought about um, in the same way as you did as we kind of looked over this last couple of days. Um. For me, just putting on the got the shoes of peace. Mm-hmm. That in the midst of this 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 language that sounds like we're going into battle, we're going into peace mm-hmm. is what Paul's saying. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I love that the the, the sandals, uh, of course, always uh, symbolic of of moving. Yeah. Too of mm-hmm. of action and um, and we see that in scripture and basically in that time in the Middle East, uh, those who um, were were slaves or others did not have shoes, so they could not run away. and mm-hmm. And we see in the parable of the, the prodigal son that sandals were one of the things that the the father brought the prodigal son and brought yeah. back, yeah. even though he had run away. Yeah. Um, but it's this idea of that the gospel of peace. Um, sometimes it's being still and knowing that God is God, but sometimes it calls for, for action, for movement yeah. as well. So, uh, My nature is such that I want to head into things too quickly or speak before I think about things. Uh, I think that the piece of armor that I need most to remember is that this sword belongs to God, mm-hmm. uh, that it is not mine to wield and uh, to hurt people with. Uh, but to really allow God to do that sort of heavy lifting, God mm-hmm. to do the the pruning, God to do the defending instead of me. Mm-hmm. Um, it, it would be interesting, especially those that are maybe watching us um, on Facebook or commenting somewhere. Uh, what What is that part of the armor, though, yeah. that we all need today? Mm-hmm. And maybe some days is different than others. You know, some days it is mm-hmm. the helmet of salvation, allowing God's to protect mm-hmm. our heads and our hearts and yeah. shields of faith and all of that. Mm-hmm. Um, I, yeah, and I had a thought about the helmet, too, of salvation that I've not thought of before. But, you know, the one thing in wearing a helmet, whether it's playing sports or riding a motorcycle or whatever, it makes it very difficult to look back when you have on a helmet. And so, you know, to me, it was kind of the idea of, of that God's grace, salvation helps us to move, move oh, forward. Yeah. 
And I don't know how or why that came to me, but... There you go again, yeah, I had, making us look bad. Well, I just had coaches' voices in my head saying, keep your head on a swivel, keep, keep your head on a swivel. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> As you're, you're running down. That's funny. Um, well, that's good. And just to wrap up, uh, the, the last uh, three verses here are about prayer mm-hmm. and talks about um, praying... Um, kind of persistently at all times with perseverance, um, kind of praying um, kind of passionately as well uh, in this way. And um, and then just prayer to do what, what God has called us to do, mm-hmm. I think. Uh, for Paul, it's to declare it boldly yeah. uh, as he must speak. But, um, but it's interesting that in this description of the armor and again the idea that that most likely at this point paul was chained up tied to a roman soldier with this armor uh he wraps it up in prayer mm-hmm. in this way so what what can we learn from that well i think it's um just the whole duality of this letter i think is really beautiful and really striking because we're getting this letter um but we know that Paul is imprisoned and we know that Paul is at the end of his life. Mm -hmm. Um, And yet he's encouraging the church. He's telling them how to protect themselves, how to move forward, how to be a people of peace. Uh, I think we've used that phrase before, how to build the bike while riding it. Mm -hmm. That's kind of what he's doing. And I just, I can never quite get over the level of encouragement and wisdom that Paul gives not only to the early church, but to this church, but he doesn't, end this prayer, this love letter, this whatever you want to call it, um, by saying, please pray that I'm going to be delivered from this. Mm. Please pray Mm. that I'm going to be pardoned, that I'm going to escape death, that I'm going to be set free. Paul's prayer is that he will continue to be brave and bold enough to just do exactly what he's been doing. And I think that's really difficult, especially as both modern readers and American readers, because I think we're pretty groomed to believe that hardship is the opposite of faithfulness, that Mm -hmm. if only you're faithful, Mm -hmm. your life will never be filled with hardship. Um, But kind of the model of, of the early church is Paul. And that is that that is not true. That hardship uh, is kind Mm of a, a buy one get one free deal with faithfulness it's going they're going to go hand in hand but it's it's God who helps you endure those things with grace and with patience and with perseverance and mm-hmm. golly that's just really hard mm-hmm. <laughs> I don't have yeah, a bow to put on that that no, I just no. always think I, about know, that and I can I, never I think quite... as, as we kind of land the plane here mine is just hang in there I yeah. mean, that, those those, yeah. those three words are really powerful to me. I think about Paul writing to a church under um, under um, its own kind of oppression, mm-hmm. and um, we think of the church in Afghanistan today, the church mm-hmm. in Haiti today, the those who are in prison today, like Paul, yeah. hang in there, hold on, and allow God to continue to work in your life. And it's a really good word of encouragement. I think. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Absolutely. Well, well, Kelly, will you pray for us? Yeah, I'd love to. I'd love to. Mm -hmm. Holy God, we are thankful for the encouragement of all the saints of the faith that have gone before us, but also for the wise words of the writer of this letter. So, God, we ask that you would um, 
dress us this day in the belt of truth and the breastplate of righteousness in that we would have shoes fitted for the gospel of peace and the shield of faith and the helmet of salvation and all of the things that it takes to follow you um, faithfully and boldly and God we ask that you would help us um, not only as we wear all of that armor that we've been talking about but that we would see you in action that we would um, have the eyes and ears to perceive you and that we might continue to go forth with energy and perseverance. God, we pray all of these things in the name of Jesus. Amen. Amen. We hope you have enjoyed this episode of Clergy Conversations with Auburn United Methodist Church. Check back next week for our next episode. For more information about Auburn United Methodist Church, please visit our website at aumc.net.